Love and light, everyone, and welcome back to the Clairview Podcast. OMG, it's been a little minute. Um, I trust everyone is well under the sound of my voice, sending lots of love and light, hoping that you are at peace with all of your pieces. I know it's been a minute, slightly off lockdown now. I've just been fully dived into um, Sacred Feet, dealing with that, dealing with my yoga, just being super, super busy. And productive, but I cannot neglect my podcast. Um, this is this is healing for me. This is how I express myself, and this is also one of the ways that I help others. So I'm back. Um, I don't. I also don't like to deliver me- my messages when I'm all caught up because I don't want that energy to spill over into what I'm discussing. So when I do have a lot going on, I just try to balance myself out and. Um, create the space and create the time to deliver the message that I need to. So once again, I hope everyone is well and let's dive into it. So today, actually, not even just today, I am doing a Take a Deeper Look series. Yes, this is called a Take a, Take a Deeper Look series. And I'm going to have three parts to this series, but I'm going to start this one today. So we're taking a deeper look at patterns. Yes, patterns, patterns, patterns take a deeper look at patterns that's what we're focusing on today um when we look at our upbringing as children parents guardians mentors all of that they were all responsible for the way that we looked at life we did not get to decide and choose directly um spiritually i think we do pick our our mentors and our parents but we did not outwardly decide this is who's going to be the one to show me life and bring me up and all of those things um but you have to raise but have you ever raised the question sorry like where are they getting these things from like well where y'all just get y'all information from i grew up here in that same thing like where you just get your information from like you would ask somebody that who coming at you with some confused slighted information you're like where do you get that information from and i feel like as african people specifically we don't question our information enough we just kind of absorb it not realizing that they too have been passed down diluted pieces of false information repetition it's all repetition that's the way that we learn by repeating 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 repetition so let's add some context to it um and this is me personally i know many women only target rich men like and I'm sure you're shaking your head like "Mm -hmm, I know those people like you know those women who only prey on money and men with money to the point where it doesn't even matter what he looks like what he does or even worse in my opinion how he even treats or respects her it's kind of like a by any means necessary situation this woman only gravitates towards money she only wants money like that's always the own one and only focus and before we judge her we have to take a deeper look hence take a deeper look we have to take a deeper look at why and the first way to take a deeper look at why is to look at her background and i try to before i judge any situation or anything i always do try to look at all parts of it and when you take a deeper look at a background, you get to understand certain parts. So in some cases, maybe the mother, her mother is just like that. Her mother only targets the dollar bill as well. 
And like I said, like everything else, this is taught. Now, when you look at these two women, you know, the mother and the daughter, the mother adopted that from the mother. You understand that both ladies missed a lot of vital pieces um, of information. And it's the toxic and it's continued to be a toxic pattern. Now, if her mom was raised in a healthy, loving, nurturing, very involved, very um, hands-on environment, and had the opportunity to understand her value and her worth and her independence, shoot, she would have been a beast. And she would have passed all of that down, all of that beastiness, she would have passed down to her daughter. So sometimes we do have to look at where is this coming from? People just don't do things out of the blue. Like you never just wake up doing something. You never just wake up thinking uh, a certain way. There is a pattern that you followed and... Most of the time, guys, this is the only example and pattern you have to go off of. So whether it's good or bad, this is all you know. Back to mom. If she had if she had that loving, nurturing environment where she would have the opportunity to understand her value and her worth and her independence, like I said, all of that positive beastliness, queen, goddess-like vibes, all of that, she would have passed down to her daughter. But we have to remember this. She can only give what she has the, the capacity to give. And that's just people. We only do what we have the capacity to do. We only know what we have the capacity to know. Like, this is all she knew, probably. And I'm just assuming because most of the times this is how it is. But patterns make us feel like we have to accept it because it's been happening for so long. And we don't want to change the programming because this is the only way we know. So because this is the only way we know this is normal to us, right? Like this is, this is how it is. This is how it is for me. I'm not going to change this because this is what I, this is what I'm used to. And to do something opposite of what I'm used to is uncomfortable. So we don't want to change that programming because this is the only way that we have been living. But I want you to know that a lot of your patterns that have been embedded in your DNA sometimes may be doing you more harm than good. If you don't question them, you have to raise the question. You have to raise the question. And you don't only raise the question if it's a if it's a bad particular pattern. Even the good ones, you question those. You question those because you it helps you understand better where this really comes from and where this where this originated from. Especially for the toxic ones. You want to understand where did this come from? How did I start doing this? And from the person I started doing this from. Where did they learn this from? We have to question them. We have to question them. Just because we have been doing it for our entire life, it doesn't mean that we have been doing it right or doing it the right way. I'll give you I'll give you another example, okay? I'll let you look at another example. Let's look at the way we deal with trauma. Let's look at how we handle trauma, how we process trauma, how we navigate through trauma. Trauma is what we experience after a very deeply disturbing, chaotic situation, right? I had no idea trauma was even a word. <laughs> I think I discovered the word trauma because it wasn't even something that I heard growing up in school. And I've been to plenty of schools, y'all. I've been to like seven or eight schools, okay? From the uppity uppity to the whatever. So I've never... Trauma has never been a word that was um, functioning around me. But the trauma itself was functioning around me. So for me, 
I knew, I didn't know it was a word. I just knew it was a very nasty kind of disgusting feeling that I did not like, not, not understanding that it was trauma. Um, I really want you to take a deep look into this one. Okay. When something traumatic happened in your life as a child, as a, as a kid, when something traumatic happened in your life as a child, how was it dealt with? Did you, did you, how did your parents or how did your guardian, whoever was responsible for you at that time, how did they handle it? How did they treat it? Did they treat it with the love and, and the attention that it required? Um, did they take their time with it? Did they, did they do it in a loving, healthy way? Or was it blown up larger than life, but bigger than before? Was it, um, was it less blown up, blown out of proportion or, <laughs> a very popular one in our black culture. Did y'all just not speak about it? Because you know, that's how it is too. Um, the black culture specifically in the black community, we just were so dismissive to certain things and we don't confront them. And especially in the Bahamas too, that has become basically like a coping mechanism for a lot of families to not discuss trauma to a lot of traumatic experiences. So I, I, I dare you to, to challenge yourself by asking yourself these questions. How did trauma get resolved in the home? Was it resolved or was it never spoken of? You see, because this subconsciously records in the mind and it's added to all of our programming. This is how it can possibly become a pattern. If you see something happen before you, especially if it's repetitive and it's toxic, and it's continuously happening and you have no kind of understanding as to why this happens or any kind of clues as to what makes this thing happen the way it happens. It it downloads itself into your subconscious and it, be, it can become a, a pattern. I need you all to understand that we really do download a lot of bull. I call it bull because I call it a spade a spade. It's bull. And I call it bull because it's a lot of false tainted information that's really all it is so i am going to consider it bull but we do we we have downloaded a lot of bull and yes this bull does come from the people that we spend most of our time around which is our parents our guardians and we don't want to look at them and say uh they intentionally taught it to us it's not that it was an it was an intent it was all they knew like i mentioned earlier people do the for for what the capacity that they have they can't give you more than what they have they can't tell you more than what they don't you understand so i challenged myself about two years ago to make a list of the things about myself that i love and the things that i don't love and i don't mean anything physical don't get me wrong i'm talking about all of my patterns all of the things that i've noticed about myself that makes up pia piaggi that makes me who i am some of these things <laughs> I had to say, now, wait, uh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold on, sis, hold on, hold on. If it's affecting you the way it is now, imagine the same toxic pattern in the next 10 years. Yikes. That's literally what I said. Like, wait, if, if this is affecting me the way it is now, can you imagine 10 years on top of that? Like I had to tell myself at that 10 year point, I may not even want to be around my own self. So imagine people judge people. I'm sure we all know some elders who are currently experiencing the same thing. I mean, look at it. 
we call it, and this is a bohemian term, we call it, oh, he's so set in his ways, or she's so set in her ways, or we call it creatures of hobbits, but we really say, oh, he's set, in, he or she is set in their ways, but that really means he or she is set in the pattern and pathology, and ain't no changing in that, you know, and it ain't that they don't want to change it, it's that this is so normal, and it's become so habitual, like, it's like a religion, it's normal to them that to change this will be going against who they have adopted themselves to be now. So this toxic pattern has become normal, a normalcy to them. I wanted to take a deeper look at patterns because we all have them. Don't get me wrong. Some of the patterns that we have, we have some good patterns. We have some good patterns. They're not all bad. They have actually made us into some fine homo sapiens. They've actually made us some okay people. Because there are some positive patterns. But we do have some extremely toxic patterns that are destroying us and keeping us away from becoming our higher selves. And I can only tell you this because, like I said, I had to take a deeper look and I had to I had to really look at, okay, let me give you another example and I'm going to be as transparent as possible. Especially the way that I would handle um, arguments in relationships. Um, I had, oh, I could have screamed. And just thinking about it now, it's just, it's, it's literally giving me goosebumps. I would scream to the top of my lungs. That is how I would express my hurt and my anger and my disappointment. And in my head, I'm getting my point across because I'm loud. And that means I, 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 I get the attention I'm asking for now because I'm enraged and I, I'm out of control and I, I could barely even recognize my own self. And every time that this would expel from me, I would literally feel sick. I would feel knots in my stomach, in my spine, in my heart, in my mind. I would literally feel disgusting and, and sick all over every time I would express myself in such a negative way like that. And then I had to realize that's not the way to be understood. But it was a pattern. It was something that I was used to. I thought in order to be understood and respected and received and heard, more importantly, I had to do that. So I had to look at that pattern. I had to look at where did I get that from? How did I even start doing that? And I had to, I had to look at what it was doing to me, what it was first doing to me, and then what it was doing to the people around me. So I had to do some homework myself and it took me some time because I could go off sometime when needed, but at least I understand that it's a time and a place for that. I feel like in the beginning it was just like, man, that's the only thing I know how to do, which was true. The only thing I knew how to do was scream to the top of my lungs and ah, get my point across like that. But really all, that, all that's really causing. And if you are someone who does that, let me let you know, all that really does do is shut down that other person from even wanting to talk to you. And it just it's just so much negative energy in the whole conversation. No one is heard. No one is being listened to. No one is, is expressing in a healthy, positive way. And I, I learned after I, I look at the, how toxic that pattern was, not that I don't need to go off, like I said, but understanding that it is a time and a place and you don't have to scream to be understood, to articulate yourself or to express yourself. You can keep it calm cool and collected and deliver it as honest and as raw and as calm as possible that was my lesson that was my lesson so that pattern was one that 
I really had to look at, see it for what it is, and I had to fix it because I saw it was detrimental to me. That's what it that's what this talk is about. That's why I want to have this talk. If it's standing in the way or if it's it's getting in the middle of something, then you know it's something that you must confront. If I wasn't if I wasn't honest enough with myself to say, "Listen, now, this is not healthy." I know you've been doing this for X amount of years. I, I, I get it. I get that this is all that you're used to, but this is not the way to do it. You must confront it. You have to confront it. And for me, I had to confront it because it was stopping me from getting to my next level. And after I did confront these patterns that were not so um, pleasing to the person that I wanted to become, my higher version, my higher self, after I dealt with that, man, listen, the way was clear. The way was clear. Like I could really run through it now i can have this conversation with you because i did my work and i understood that not everything taught was true not everything taught was healthy not everything taught was how it was supposed to be and just because i never challenged my own thinking or just because i never had someone challenge me um it doesn't mean that it should not be challenged so this talk here was for you to really like step out of yourself for a second step back and really look at how these things help you and how they hurt you at the same time because like i said it ain't all bad when i looked at the list i made i understood that these few patterns were not helping me elevate so i had to do some deconditioning and then some reconditioning to healthier patterns to healthier patterns that was going to in the direction of my best self so you have to do the work because there's no, no one else is going to do it for you. Don't think that you're going to get in a relationship with somebody and they're going to fix these things for you because see, you have to be the one to realize that this is toxic. Otherwise, if someone else points it out to you, you know what's going you know what it's going to look like. It's going to look like, "Oh, you this person is 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 looking for something wrong with me and you know, it makes you feel insecure and it makes you get very 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 defensive." So, the best thing to do is take the time out to look at the things that are not so good about you. No one else can do that except you and none of us are perfect. And none of us will ever be perfect. But in order to get to the level of acceptance that you need to be at for yourself, you have to look at those not so pretty parts of you. So, I have three parts to this Take a Deeper Look series. Um, this was part one on patterns. I truly hope that this was able to help someone. Um, guys, we did not create these patterns, but they have been adopted. They have adopted a home in our subconscious mind that has became a part of our life. So in order to fix these things, in order to become a better self, and this is for self, this ain't for no one else. And y'all can always tell me said it a lot, like all of these talks and all of these things towards personal fulfillment is for you. And then the people around you may benefit from it, but it ain't even about them. Like it's all for you, all for you. So once again, thank you so much for supporting and listening to the Clairview podcast. I'm so happy to be back and chatting up with you guys. As you always do, please send me those topics you would like for me to um, dissect. I'm going to be doing a part two on take a deeper look. Um, this sometime this week, I'm not going to give you a date. I'm not going to put my foot in my mouth like that, but it is going to be sometime this week. Um, but continue to send me topics and 
love and light to everyone. And I hope that you all stay at peace with all of your pieces. And this was the Clairview Podcast with Pia. I will be back sometime this week and you guys be good. Thank you so much for listening.